On today's episode of the Built by Bloodline podcast, we are going over the mental game of training. Tune in. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode after a great week. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are not subscribed to the Built by Bloodline podcast, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? What's up? I was really digging this song when it came on in your mix today. So I know Mike Mike Campbell loves this song. And Does he really? It came on for the ADM class, which he trained at, and the 930 free class. It also came on in the mix. And uh, see, my man. So shout out to Mike Campbell. My man. Yeah, so a great week. Um, today's workout crushed me with those double dumbbell box step overs. Um, I think overall it was a great week, dude. Mm. Tough programming, tough. Free class was rocking. Yes. I was like, oh, there's only going to be like five or six people. And then it was a class of like 35 or 36 people. And yeah, I'd say like 12 people, 10 to 12 people signed up for on-ramp afterwards. So It's been cool because a couple, most of those folks uh, that signed up for on-ramp had come to, this would be like, you know, their third-ish free trial class. It's good. So it was cool to see them make the plunge, and hopefully they're like, yeah, I want more of this, you know? Yeah, I mean. Like, that's that's the reason. Because you're, you're limited in so in, in so much that you can program to. Like, you're only limited so much you can do in the free class in terms of, like, you know, we don't get out barbells. We don't get out sandbags. Rarely get out dumbbells. We're not using machines, really, unless it's bikes. So you're limited in some sense, but um, we do the best we can. I think everyone has a good time. A lot of folks like it because it's it tends to be more cardio Metcon-based, just body weight and which is which is as great. it should be right now but yeah. it's it's meant to be like hey we're stepping our foot into the water of crossfit and seeing if you like the you like how it uh, feels so yeah. uh i mean i think as a gym you know i know it gets annoying sometimes to do it every single week but i think one of the best things we do is we have that free class Every single week, it's been, it's been like Saturdays for, for, for our gym to, to grow. It was, it's been, you know, word of mouth and the free trial ca- class hundred percent each week. And, um, it's cool to see it. And, you know, we meet some folks who come and come and, you know, never officially sign up, which is totally fine. Like we're here That's doing a class, like, like yeah, come and train, you know, anyway. like it's keep me company, keep us company. So it's totally cool, but it's nice to see how folks come and they like it and they kind of, you know, get the feel for like, Hey, this is something that I want to pursue. And this is something I feel like, you know, would benefit my life. So it's cool that we offer that. And I think the tone is right. The introductory tone is, is great for that because people come in at all different walks of life. Like some folks have fitness-ish backgrounds, others don't. And I love how CrossFit can meet people at either, either, either perspective, either dimension and, and kind of go up from there. So it's been cool. But yeah, today was really cool. It'll be tough for us getting back into it. Um, we haven't had on-ramp this month. It's honestly, and this isn't like a negative thing. It's just been nice to have a little bit of a break from it, I think. But this month, like coming up, it's our first on-ramp, you know, since March with Xavier being born and stuff like that. So it's cool. But I think the biggest thing I was thinking about during, you know, when I was cleaning while you were doing the free class, I was like, biggest thing I'm going to ask of these people is just effort. Like that's the one driving force. And I know we go over it all the time. Like as a beginner, I'm not expecting you to have the best technique on a, you know, a, a clean, a hang power clean or hang power snatch or, you know. I want you to develop, of course, but I just want you to try. Yeah. Like as a beginner, when you're doing any kind of fitness program of any, you know, nature, and we're, you know, we mentioned in the beginning, the intro, this is going to be about mentality of training, just mentality of life. 
kind of kind of podcast. It's just like, just try. Just you're paying a lot of money. You're paying a good amount to be here. You got to get the most out of it. Don't don't expect me to do the effort for you. I'll give my effort all the time when I'm coaching, when I'm training. But if you're not putting in that same effort when you're going, whether you're a beginner, you've been here for, you know, the seven years we've been open. You got to make sure your effort is there. Just a day-to-day thing for yourself too. Is your effort there in your life? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think a couple things come to my mind. I, I love the idea. And, you know, we always talk about it of for our beginners is just showing up. And I got to give shout out to Sabrina and Kira. They graduated on ramp maybe two months ago. And I love how, you know, when we have athletes who graduate on ramp, I, I love when they just show up and they might not know all the words and the movements and they have a bunch of questions, which is fine. But when they just show up, they get better. And like, they, they just, they fulfill themselves. They get to like the next level of their training journey. It's cool to see them keep evolving. Um, so I like that a lot. And I think sometimes to your point, like when you talk about trying an effort, it also goes to folks who have been here for a while. It's like, are you trying to, to, to improve yourself that 1% every day, right? Are you sticking with the same weight that you've always done? Are you pushing yourself pace wise? Like, are you, are you trying to get better and keep progressing and keep growing as a result? Like the thing about training is like you can never you can never settle yourself or never like let yourself adapt too much cuz your body wants to constantly have that variety and keep being challenged and pushed to grow right like i it was one of the classes this morning i had a i had a younger younger girl come in and um number one i'm happy she's there teenager happy she's there right i know the effort wasn't wasn't there like on the weight that she particularly chose which is fine right which is fine i'm happy she's there doing the workout but when you talked about like giving the effort, it would mean like, hey, you know, maybe I'm tired, right? Maybe I'm a teenager and was up or whatever it was for that person. But can I still challenge myself with the weight that I choose or the intensity with which I hit? So I guess there's a, there's a hey, just showing up component. And, you know, now I'm here. Now let me like, let me go to that level of, hey, I'm trying to get better now. And sometimes, I mean. So I'm happy she was there. The goal but, of the day you know, might be just, hey, I got to get in there. Like we always say, just get in there. And, you know, you got to get through it. Could could there have been more effort level? Could there have been more weight? Yeah, probably. And, and maybe it's on me. I, I didn't I didn't want to push too hard on that because I'm happy she's here. Like, just showing oh, yeah. up is the name of the game, right? Like, she's going to get better just by showing up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not pushing too hard on that. Maybe that's on no, me. No, yeah. No, and I think it's fair. Both, both ways of looking at it mm-hmm. is fair. Mm-hmm. It's fair, 100%. I mean, I think the one thing we always strive for is, like, me and you, you and I, grammar, um, we just want to get better, like at every aspect of it. And I think it's, you, you see that with the programming. I'm trying to, like, I got my ass whooped today by people who are just crushing those dumbbell box step ups. And I'm like, how are they doing this? Like, and granted, I don't have the strongest legs in the world, <laughs> but I'm like, I am getting roasted right now. I felt like that was crossovers just, yesterday. I was just really bad and it, it was frustrating, but it was humbling and I'm like cool like 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 our boy said in those videos in the beginning found a weakness now you attack it Rich Froning used to say that all the time in his early videos um and that's just our I think our thing like as a coach as a competitor as a training partner you want somebody who's going to be able to push you you want somebody who's you know who's going to bring out the best of you I said it two podcasts ago are you hanging out with the right people are you in class with the right people who are going to provide that stimulus to you yeah. You know, not only in the gym, but in your life, like your partner, are you, are you pushing each other to be better each day? Are you, 
pushing to do this. And then when you're in the gym, is it the same concept? You know, I'm training with, at 6.30 a.m., I'm with somebody, you know, like Claudia, Carl, Twan, et cetera, um, who's going to give a really good push. And when I come on Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm with, you know, Danny, when he's at 4 p.m. at least. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you got to find that person who just kind of motivates you to push, like, and just go and go and go. And they might be better than you. They might be a little bit below you in skill level or just ability level. But you still find ways to push based off of them. You yeah. know, just the people you're around. Like, I just I just enjoy that. Like, yeah, we just say it all the time. Training is the best part, dude. It's tough as hell. It's and tough, but like showing up in training and just throwing down with your boys or your, or your, you know, your friends and everything like that. It's such a blast. And it just puts me in a good mood for the rest of the day, rest of the week. Like I'm so excited for after training for you guys coming up for the Atlantic coast classic. Um, it's exciting. And I just want to be here for that. Like, I know I'm not competing, but I might just bring Zeke to give Kelly a little bit of a break from him. Um, and just, you know, just watch you guys train. And yeah, I think that'll be a blast. Well, the saying, the saying that I, that always comes to my mind when we talk about this is a rising tide lifts all boats, Yeah, which, uh, you know, everyone gets better by pushing everyone else, by pushing each other. And then we all get better again, you know? So everybody pushing everybody gets everybody better than they were. Okay. Like as an example, like, like here's, here's a real life thing. Like I think about like when I go to jujitsu where I get, I get stomped days and I'm like what am I doing you know but then I'm like man these guys are good but I'm like dude listen like I'm gonna show up and I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep coming and doing my you know two three days a week and I know that by just showing up there and just being part of it and continuing to train like I will I believe that you know everyone else is good and if I hang with them and if I keep training with them I will be good too and it so far it's it's paid off and it pays off in crossfit every day that's just the one that comes to mind because I'm such I'm such a you know I'm in that phase in jiu-jitsu where I'm just you know new and totally a you know beginner but it's the same thing in crossfit like putting yourself next to people who are going to push right we were doing the handstand hold um oh, on so Tuesday tough. so it was tough. on Tuesday with the wave training and it was the last one, and, you know, I had kicked down on the 60-second one, and Erica Morassi was right next to me, and she's like, all right, this last one, we're going 20 seconds. There was like, you know, 25 seconds left. She's like, all right, kick up, we're going to go 20 seconds unbroken. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm kind of like really smoked, but I'm like, all right, forget it. Like, here we go, Erica. Mar- she said that. So Erica kicks up, and, you know, I'm like, all right, here we go, because we're both together, and we kind of, you know, declared that goal, and I'm like, all right, like, here we go, and we're, go- and we're doing it. So it's cool, and, uh, you know, you set up next to people who you want to push with, and you can see people that you're next to, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're training and like, Oh, I want to keep up. I got to go faster. Keep up. So I think there's, there's ways that everybody pushing each other gets everyone better. Yeah. I mean, I think coming back at you just like, you're one of the best guys in the area, you know, and not to toot your horn for you. Let's pull out a bench press and then we can test that. Yeah. Well, (laughs) come on. Everybody's got weaknesses and that's what keeps us interested in this. Um, But like, I guess the question I'd ask you is, you're one of the best guys in the area, you know, what, what motivates you? Like, you don't, you're a coach. You don't have Mm -hmm. to do this. You know, you're settling down. You, you wanted to almost get away from competitive CrossFit. I felt like at the beginning of the year and wanted to emphasize jujitsu and stuff like that. Now you're doing extra training. I know you got a competition coming up and all this stuff, but you're not on the sharks anymore. You're not on, you know, you're not, 
you're getting away from competitive CrossFit sure. almost it felt like and now you're doing all this additional stuff so why why are you doing this you know um, and I'm, I'm asking for you but I want you know everybody here because you're one of the best guys in the area and I'm obviously biased I think you're the sure. best guy in the area you know can you snatch 275 no but I, I would I would pick you over some of the some of the guys congrats you can snatch 275 cool watch this watch this set of muscle ups watch this hang power clean watch this whatever I, sure. I would you know I'm biased obviously not only being your brother but you know, being somewhat your your coach, and when sure. I get to be your training partner, so what what motivates you every day? Well, the jujitsu stuff is just a nice cross training thing that I've come to appreciate. No, but I'm and, saying CrossFit. I'm saying it's, it's given me a lot of empathy for for new folks, and that's just a that's becoming a two day two day, a, you know, noon class Monday Wednesday, rock and roll. Um, you know, learn some things, practice cross train, um, feel the empathy for folks who are new starting CrossFit. Like I love that perspective it gives me. Um, but my motivation in terms of CrossFit, um, I'm just naturally competitive. Yeah. And sometimes I freaking hate that about myself. Sometimes it's like a quality that like just I love. And sometimes it's a quality I'm like, oh, just fuck, just calm down, dude. Like it's just, it's, it's, I, I'm just very competitive. And sometimes like now going through the rigor of competing so much throughout my life and various things, I used to get so worked up about competing and like, will I be ready? Will I be ready? And now when I compete, I don't have to worry about being anxious. Like I, I literally tell myself, like my process now or the past like five, almost too relaxed. Five yeah. years has been annoying. like, has been like, like I can relax because I know that as soon as like, the like three, rings. two, one, go. Yeah. I know as soon as the bell rings, like I just there's just a fire. There's like just a dragon that's just like I am like I am dragon. like it's just scorching fire breathing where I'm just like I'm like whoever's in my path like I want to take down kind of thing. So it's. I've just found it cool to evolve my, my mental thinking in terms of like, I used to get freaked out about competing and get so anxious and stressed and I'd have to talk you're to so my mom now. and like, yeah, I'd so have different. to run over to my dad. This was when like I was running and stuff and get like prep, pep talks. But I'm like, listen, I'm not wasting any, cause I know as soon as the, the bell rings, like it's on and I don't even have to worry about whether it's going to be on or not because I just, I just compete. Like, I just love that. Um, do you, do you think you developed that? Cause I feel like since in CrossFit, you've developed that really well. And I think if you had that more killer, like you were so great at track, dude, you're coming, coming from your fucking, uh, you know, the president of your fan club. But I feel like you are a different athlete from a mentality perspective compared to when you ran track. I feel like sometimes you're in your head or you'd let a guy like, you know, I, I referenced that John Ramsey guy because mm. he mm. would like, say stupid shit to you sometimes trying to get under your skin or this or that. And I'm like, all right, prick, like just settle down or something yeah. like that. But I don't know. I, I feel like you've developed such like a competitive mindset now. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just the evolution of just growing and maturing. Yeah. And I think you just learn more about yourself. And like now that stuff's like, all right, I like, I don't like to, I don't, I don't I'm not a big trash talker, but if someone says something like, then that's all you need. That's all I need. It's like, thank you for the motivation for the next month. But it's just, um, it, it, I, I don't like to talk. I can I can like anyone can anybody can, but I don't know. Now I just come to appreciate it. And you asked about like what motivates me for training in CrossFit. I don't know. I think it's, um, I always love to be competitive and just compete, just compete, you know, you know, compete in general. Sorry. So, so you want, so you like to compete, but, uh, I don't know. I think, I think what always keeps pushing me is CrossFit is that, um, I, I keep, it's the strength thing. It's just that like, it's that 
that mystical thing. I'm mystical creature. I'm always trying to chase for myself. It's just getting stronger at stuff that like, I just, I don't have like strength building DNA in me. So I just, whenever I like, it's just Dude, always that like mythical dragon or what i know i said dragon earlier but it's like dragons give me like a whatever it is dude some mythical creature that i'm always chasing and i just it goes back to when i was telling you a story we were in high school like there was this wall right on our high school in our weightlifting room and it was just like this like i mean it was all football this grimy like it's just it but it still it had that like that earthy that like grinding feel to it and i just so it wasn't like this professional like mats are cleaned and Stuff sprayed off. It was just MRSA everywhere. It was just yeah. So, anyways, on this wall they had these. You got your name on quote unquote the wall, in three different lifts, right? If you could, if you could back squat three fifteen five times, if you could bench two twenty five five times, and if you could hang clean one eighty five one eighty five five times. times. Yep. And so back then I was like obsessed with like, like the the notion of getting strong enough to be on that quote unquote wall. And I don't know, I just always see strength as like something that I continually chase. And I find that the stronger I get, the better everything else feels. So I don't know, I think that pursuit also continues to drive me every day and continues to motivate me every day. So especially lately, I just, you know, we talked about the open a week or two ago and, you know, just continually realizing like, hey, like enough's enough, like continuing to focus on the strength that I had built. I think five years ago, I was in a really good spot with strength and then you know, stuff happened where they canceled regionals and then COVID happened and it was just different. That was the best you've ever been. But, um, so I continue to chase that mystical creature for me and that continues to motivate me. Great programming. Great coaching. Those were the days. (laughs) What about you? Talk about what motivates you now. Like what's your mindset? I know you, you share a lot about. Oh yeah. I've I've talked about it religiously. Um, like I want to be better. I'm not, I've never been the elite athlete. You have been your whole life and that's, that's fine. Like, I want to be good at CrossFit, trust me. Like, and I feel like I'm good at CrossFit, and I feel like I'm still progressing and still getting better even into the age of 30, and I love being good at it. Um, I don't know. I just want to be, like I said last week, I want to. Hi, Raina. You're calling Jake right now. I want to, um, you know, I want to be there for my kids. I want to show them what effort is, what hard work looks like. Um, I never want them to question that when they see me work out mm. like when Zeke's here, like I will, even if I get beat, I'm like him being here. will, you know, it's almost getting me emotional talking about this, mm-hmm. but it's, it's such a motivator. Like he's like waving and going, go data, go like, you know, just a two year old, like he doesn't know what the hell is going on, but he's mm-hmm. like, come on. And he's like waving to me and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is so awesome that he gets to see me. Like I will fucking run through this wall for this kid. And, mm-hmm. There was this, give me a second. No problem. There was this clip of Josh Bridges after he missed the games in 2015. And it was, and this is like a goal that I have for myself in, in any way. And I'll, I'll get there at some point. I will. I know I will. Just holding his two boys on, on, uh, on the podium. And I was like, it's fucking awesome. Like, I want that. So, like, when the workout gets tough, like, today I'm getting my ass handed to me. I'm like, I just keep remembering that, and I'm like, come on. Like, like you're going to get there, but you're not going to get there just fucking leaving these dumbbells on the damn floor. Pick them up. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, go to pick them up. I'm like, yeah, not yet. Like, let's take a, take a little bit longer. But that's what goes through my head in those moments. Like, I want that moment for myself, and it's selfish. 
but you got to be a little selfish when you're trying to think about your fitness level or your goals from a competitive standpoint. Like I, I want that. Like I see those guys holding their kids up on the podium and I'm like, fuck, I want that. And I'm, I'm going to get it. Like, I'm, and it's going to be this year. And, uh, yeah, sorry. If you don't know, I'm super emotional. So, <laughs> and your voice is like gone. And <laughs> yeah. And my voice is gone from the entire effing week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's what goes through my head is like, yes, I want, I want to show them hard work. Even if I never get that podium thing, that's like a, a thing I'm chasing for myself, not for them. But I want that moment of, of holding my boys on the podium and I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it this year. Um, at any competition, even if I'm doing it by myself, then I'll win. So, <laughs> um, I just, I'm, I just think it's a, sometimes like, I, sometimes I think it's, it's, I think you have the right idea. It's the example you set. Yeah. Right. Like I, I remember, I, and I always say it, I know it's getting old at this point, but it's just, I want them to never question me from, and not like, you know, saying that in a douchey way. I just, I want them to know like when they're hard workers, I want them to know they got it from me and, and their mom, Yeah, you know, and I want them to know what it means to work hard. I'm not going to hand them shit. I'm not going to, you know, do this. Am I going to, like I said last week, I'm going to make sure they're good. When I'm gone, they're good. And I will do whatever I can to do that. And I'm, uh, I just want them to know like, Hey, this guy, this guy's going and he's going to go for me, for, for everybody. Like, go ahead. No, I just want to say there's a, there's a famous saint who, to paraphrase, would say, like, you'll know my faith by, you know, how I act. Yeah. Not the words I say. Yeah. So I think the example you set is sometimes even more powerful than the words you say, right? So, I, I like, in, in certain things, right? Like, I, I feel like I'm kind of like that. Like, I try and, I may not be the best at being all, like, lovey-dovey, hearty-hearty with certain folks in my life, but I try and... I try and just live my life a certain way to set an example. So I love that. But um, when you, when we talk about the mental game of training and not everyone is at like a thousand percent every day, you're not supposed to be, you're not supposed, it's just natural, right? Being human. Um, what goes through your mind to try and get you on track for that day when it is maybe not small goals. I mean, you look at a workout that you suck at or you're like, Oh my God, like it's running today. I don't want to go. Or, you know, something like crossovers. Like, my buddy Dalton, he's petrified of just doing crossovers. Like, a, a jump rope movement. And he never comes on this day, and he, he's just admitted it, that he's just scared shitless of this jump rope movement. Did he really say that? Yeah. He's scared. <laughs> petrified of crossovers. I know, it's crazy, right? Um, Dude, crossovers were horrible the other day for me. The second set. The first set felt great. The second set, I was... I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, you're good. I, I agree with you. I sucked the second set, too. Um, but small goals. Yeah, small goals in the middle of a workout. Like, I suck at strict handstand push-ups yesterday. And I'm like, you're doing them. You eventually will get better at them. Because I remember how shitty I was at kipping handstand push-ups. And it's just doing, like, okay, I'm here. And like we said, like, with the person you're talking about earlier, maybe it was just like, hey, I'm here, man. Just let me be here. Like, running days. I'm not avoiding running days. Yeah. Right? I might suck at running, but I'm here. You know, I'm I'm going to run. Sure. Am I the best runner? Hell no. But I'm doing it. I'm not staying home avoiding the running. Like, why am I not getting better at running? Well, you're home every day that we have running programmed. So that's probably why. Why am I not getting better at wall balls? Well, you're you're at home every time there's wall balls. 
So it's just it's just minor tweaks in your in your game. Like, okay, I suck at this. I don't enjoy it at all, but I'm gonna make the most of it. Make the most out of this opportunity because I, you know, how many days do you have left? You don't know. I don't know. And that's one of my biggest fears is uh, is just like dying before. And this sounds dumb. I'm hearing it in my head. I know. Like dying before you're supposed to. I know when you die, it's like, hey, that's that's when you're supposed to die. Mm. But like there's just too much to do. I got too much shit to do. I got to be there. And that's that's a fear. That's a real thing that I go through. Like, I I got too much shit to accomplish for myself and my family. Like I said, to, for the boys. Like I I got no time to die. I have zero, and I'm gonna put myself in a health position where that's not a question. And if when when the Lord takes me, He takes me, and that's it. But that's my fear. Like like I don't like losing everything and dying too early in my life are two of my biggest things, like losing every single thing, whether it's the gym, financials, my kids, my wife, you know, just, just, they're like, well, see you, you're a loser. Like that's, those are just my real fears and, and shit like that. Just putting it out there and dying before I'm supposed to, like I said, um, like those, those are good motivators. Like I don't want to die. You know, I want to be here for as long as I can. I want to be a hundred. I want to be the guy they're talking about on whatever the fuck news network. I don't watch the news. Like, oh my God, Zach, Zach Dylick celebrated his hundred and first birthday today. Like, cool. Flip the channel, you know, like mm-hmm. gives a shit. That's what I want to be. I want to be here as long as I can. And then when it's time, deuces, I'm gone and you'll never see me again, you know, but I'm, I'm going to go until I can't go and, in life and I might not be the best at it. Like I said, you know, I've said this before too. I'm not, I might not be the best at every aspect of this, but I'm going to give it a run in, in everything mm-hmm. from, from working hard in, in job life training. I'll be there. Mm. I'll be there. What about you? Like fears wise, like I know you're not the most like, you know, touchy feely guy. And I know you're afraid of snakes, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking like, we're talking mentality. Like, do you have, do you have fears of, of mentality? Well, and I stuff thought that like I thought the whole Haley Adams thing was interesting this year. Um, I thought that she took a year off because, from what I understand, she just felt like her whole identity was shaped, was wrapped up in competing. Yeah, and that if she lost, like, like she she would lose her friends, her family, like you know, people wouldn't like her anymore, kind of things like that. Which I think is, is real for me. Like those used to be fears. Like your identity can be wrapped around certain things, whether it's doing well at your job, et cetera. And you fear that if those things slip, then people will not want to be around you anymore. Like you, you feel the association with the success you have at whatever yeah. with people around you. And what, you know, what people have, you know, realize ultimately is that, you know, you know, family and true friends, they, they are there no matter what. And, they're there through the thick and thin and whatever the sayings are that, you know, blood is thicker than water and all that other stuff. And you you know, your friends cause they were there before, like all that stuff that I think is a real, used to be more, used to be a, more of a real fear for me was like, if I didn't perform well, and a lot of this stuff used to be tied up in like, you know, scholarship stuff too. Like if you didn't perform well, like you didn't get a shot to get a scholarship and whatever, you didn't feel that, you know, you were adequate enough to, um, 
you know, be in the position you are. So I think I feel that a lot and just disconnecting the, I used to feel a lot and just disconnecting the association between perf- like, like result and the identity of who you are, if that makes any sense. hundred percent makes sense. And so I think just for me, I've, I've, I feel like I've bettered myself by enjoying the process and enjoying the focus on getting my own self one, you know, better against who I was, you know, last year or two years ago or last month. So that's helped me a lot. And knowing that, you know, I have good people and that's probably a personal issue for me, good people around me who aren't going to, you know, leave if I don't perform well. Maybe this links all back to my childhood, but whatever, what doesn't, but that's, that's tell the me about stuff, it, dude. That's the kind of stuff that goes through my head. Fucking tell me about it. Lay down on the couch. I'm right there with you. And everything you said, um, if that like, makes any sense, dude. sometimes I talk, sense, and I'm dude. like, does this make any Matt sense? Matt Fraser talks about that all the time. Like he used to be so wrapped up. Like what if I don't win? And who gives a shit? Like you said <laughs> it, like the people who want to be with you are here. And it's the same mentality we have as gym owners. Yeah. The people who want to be here, they're going to be here. You know, whether it's because of us or they enjoy the facility or they enjoy the programming, like the people who want to be here will be here. And, and your people through, through all of that, they're going to be your people. It's not a question of, Hey, I didn't get the result I wanted competitively. Hey, I didn't get this or that from a competitive standpoint. You need to make sure that you're thinking of it. Like they're going to love me no matter what. Like I know that, you know, rain is going to be there whether you get first or 15th or 30th. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give a shit if you get last place. She's, she might give you like a comment, like a joke, but that's, 100%. that's friendly banter. And, and you know that the next day she'd be like, okay, where are we, you know, where are you taking me out to dinner or whatever, you know? Yeah. Where are we going out to dinner? Like, oh, I'm excited for this or that. That doesn't like, I get where you're coming from because that's not your identity, you know, as a competitor. And I, I think, um, I think some of that stuff, you know, is issues with, with our dad, but I remember, and this is why, this is why we have, when we, when athletes from, from bloodline compete, we do not care about, oh, I got first place. I got last place. I don't, I don't care. I compare that you, we care that you put yourself out there because the man in the arena, right? Some people are afraid. And by putting yourself out there, you're challenging yourself. It's part of the life journey of exposing yourself to, you know, tough things and getting better as a result. But you know, that's why we'll never be like, oh, first, last, whatever. we don't, we don't care. It's about the yeah. process, right? And that's our favorite thing is the process, the after trainings, the, the time spent in the gym. But I remember, and I've talked about this before, <laughs> maybe this spans back to, I remember when I was in Taekwondo and we had to do this, like, and I've said this story maybe before where we went to Canada and we were doing this like tournament and I was against this dude and I didn't have, I, my coach kind of changed the strategy, whatever, long story. I got smoked. I got beat like 13 to negative one and you get like a negative one for like punching the guy in the face. So I, I got a negative one. And I remember that when I went back to the, to the studio, right. To the Taekwondo studio, like I got beat bad, but like everyone was like, I felt the cold shoulder. Like, how do I say this? Yeah. That you weren't that the view of you, how do I, how do you say that? I, I, that you weren't the welcome. People, the people who were in your corner when you were doing well um, weren't in your corner after you weren't doing well. Like I, I remember it because you had people chirping and, and you know, our our teachers and instructors were were saying things and 
you know, you were young. That was juniors. That was junior nationals up in Canada, and it's like, okay. But I just remember. <laughs> what, what am I, What do you want me to say? Like, like D- Danny Faye and I were talking about this. Your coach needs to be your coach, but your coach also needs to know what, what to say. Danny was saying, like, he says to his girls sometimes, like, hey, you should have scored that. And he's like, why did I say that? Like, they know they they should have fucking scored that. Like, I didn't need to put a more negative impact on how they're already feeling shitty about it. Mm. It's just, I, I remember it too, because people who weren't talking shit before were talking shit. Like, I kids just, that we would train with and stuff like that. And then... It was just the vibe like, that... Oh, the, yeah. The way... The way you are now taken in, like the f- like. Imagine if the, we were like that too. Your your value is determinant upon how well you. What do. have you done for me lately? And, and it felt like, like, dude, I'm not even doing this for money or anything. I'm just doing this to do and it. And I know that that that's a vibe someplace. Like, there's there's other facilities and competitions and sports and training centers where that's the thing. Is like, either perform or you're out, and you know that's totally. what scholarships are based on, et cetera. But I don't know for for like the way that for the way that we are. I just remember that experience that you know that's never how I want to be. Like that's never how I want to how I want to set set up something is. You know, you compete. You do the best you can. Let's train for let's train for the top, right? Hundred percent. But again, it's like it's about the process and it's about the bigger picture of you know you this is this is one milestone in your life. And this is challenging yourself and overcoming challenges and showing you you can do hard things. And I just think that there's more to to the experience of something than just the final result. Like, there's more takeaways than just the place. It's funny. I forgot about that. I remember it. As soon as you said it, I'm like, damn. Yeah. It was, it was a weird vibe. And I think as a child, like, not only the people. Needless to say, we, we shortly thereafter, yeah, we, we stopped. We, yeah, stopped. We, both, we both stopped. <laughs> and we moved there. on to high school sports and stuff. But, but it also has the mentality of. You know, like your development as a person, as a competitor, as an athlete is so hinged on the people who are teaching you, the people who are coaching you, the people in your life. Again, it's like, do you have the right people in your life? Like in CrossFit, do you have the right coaches? Like, do they coach or just clap? Yeah, good job. Are they telling you, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, et cetera. You need to be focusing on this. You need to be focusing on that. You know, um, it's just more of that stuff. And especially as a child, you have to have, <laughs> like, I could never imagine saying that to, you know, one of our teen athletes, like, yeah, you got smoked. You got destroyed. I couldn't imagine saying that to an adult, you know, unless it was one of my buddies that, you know, I beat in a workout, just, you know, again, friendly banter. That's part of the game. But it's just, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. So stupid. But it's weird how, so how, stupid how, thinking a, about this how shit. a situation when you're like, you know, 13, 12, 13 can affect kind of the way that you kind of like some weird crevice in the back of your mind, like for you think like, about it at for night, the next decade or two, or you think about it like the ne- that night, like every night before you go to bed. I always think about the weirdest shit before I go to oh, bed. Oh, dude, I, I woke up last night with like a dream about something. And then it, it, like my, I was dreaming about like rain and mine's wedding and the music was like vibing like really good and someone's like is the music too loud and i'm like definitely not but then like it led me down this whole thing about like what's the music too loud fuck that person yeah then it was like that it led me down this whole thing about training and sports and stuff and i couldn't fall asleep again and it was like 3 11 a.m and oh what are you gonna do buddy. but but yeah so buddy come um, on buddy i think you're really right and i think you know 
the lessons that we take the hard way, we learn the hard way, are what we try and, you know, be better at in our lives going forward. Like for our kids, I know you had this conversation with Danny too. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be supportive and encouraging. And for our athletes here, it's supportive and encouraging. And it's, hey, let's let's talk about ways to get better and let's talk about, you know, things to work on to get us to the next stage, you know, and let's enjoy the process of that and And know that, you know, getting better and the experience is part of that 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 value and look i'm not trying to pretend like i'm perfect at that shit like do i have moments where i'm like zeke what are you doing and then i gotta remind my like in soccer practice or we're outside hitting the baseball or basketball or doing whatever just playing sports or we're outside dicking around i'm like dude what are you doing like we're, we're shooting we're shooting hoops right now let's let's focus like he's picking up leaves outside and mulching <laughs> shit i'm like dude can we just play basketball? Let's focus. Like I said, I just want him to try it. The thing we're trying to he's do. Two years old. Yeah, and I got to tell myself, "Hey, Dick, he's two years old." You know, like, and Kelly always tells me that too. She's like, "Yeah, he's two years old, so just relax a little bit and try and remember." <laughs> Again, he's two years old. You know, you don't want to be. The worst thing you can do is make it. You know, just make it a not fun. Yeah, experience. you don't want to. Yeah, as a parent, you don't like, want to make. You know, and, and I get it. Like we have, we have kids who come in here who, who do CrossFit and then they don't do CrossFit. And it's just like, as a parent, like it's so tough to imagine, you know, that situation, but you can't force it on them, Mm -hmm. I guess. You know, will I force it on my boys? Yeah, I will. Well, I don't want to go today. Well, I mean, there's two, there's, there is two trains of thoughts. Like I, I know Rich has, Rich Froning has said that his kids are in the gym and he doesn't force them. And if they want to do it, they can. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Whatever. But I know other people like the CEO of the Spartan race, like his kids wake up and train and they learn Mandarin at like, you know, 5 a.m. or whatever. Like it's, and he, know, he, he believes, and this is another perspective, a counter perspective that they will appreciate it later. The things that yeah. you're putting them through, um, you know, the experiences that the whatever they will appreciate, they will come to appreciate those lessons later. So I guess there's just two different views. I, I feel the same about my kids. Like I will push them in direction because I feel like as a parent, I would know what's best for my kids and the way that I've experienced the world and to set them up for, for as much success as I believe they could have in the world that I've experienced, you know, if that totally, makes any sense. Totally. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. I think it's just a constant balance of understanding, just like we talk about in here, you're gonna have good days and bad days. And especially as, you know, just taking Zeke as an example, a two-year-old, you have a lot of good days, a lot of bad days, man. And you have a lot of good, like hours and minutes through the day as a, as a kid and Next moment, he's bursting out crying for, you know, whatever. So it's just, you got to you gotta make sure, again, you're giving the right impression as a person, as a coach, everything, because you are, you're making more of an impact than you probably realize a lot of times. So what kind of impact are you going to make? Mm-hmm. Are you going to make the right one? Are you going to make the wrong one? Are you going to be one that's remembered? Are there going to be kids that remember you? Like, are you, like you said, are your kids going to remember what you did for them? And that's what I'm hoping for. I hope to be the dad that they eventually say, thanks for doing that. Like I didn't, I didn't enjoy it in the moment when you made me water the plants or mom made us empty the dishwasher, but I get why you did that. And I think as I've gotten older, I've appreciated that more and more from our perspective as, as men, like Mm -hmm. we became men, Mm -hmm. not, not just boys anymore who are, you know, relying on mommy and daddy's pocketbook or this or that. We we got to where we are, you know, with help, but we made it 
um, from our hard work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's all I want to talk about now. I don't know. Are you, do you got anything else to add in? No. I feel like that was a damn good episode. May as well end it there, dude. Did we talk about a lot of personal stuff today? Yeah, we did. Was it too personal? I don't know. Well, you be the judge of that. Yeah, you you guys be the judge of that. And did I cry again? Yeah. Do I cry? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a cry guy, okay? Like, at Jake's wedding, when I give my best man speech, what's the over-under on how fast this guy cries? What is the over-under? Uh, like, if you had to set an over-under, do I make it through 30 seconds without crying? I think it makes it through 30 seconds. All right, what's the number then? Over 30. Uh, really? Okay, well, what what's a realistic number? I think a minute in, you're crying. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Minute in could be one minute zero zero to one minute fifty nine. Ooh. Well, that's a little tougher. But I could see you also being much in the first ten seconds. Oh yeah, dude. Because I feel like the beginning's more like introductory remarks, setting the tone, like making a joke. I just take forever in the beginning, and then two minutes in, I'm like. I made the over. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot we're wrapping things up. Hey, ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Built by Bloodline podcast. I, I did have to do a second take in the beginning because I called it No Days Off, or then I called it the Bloodline, and then I'm like, all right, let's just start over. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Check us out. I can't thank you guys enough for another amazing week. This was awesome. Thank you for supporting us and letting us do what we do. And if you're, you know, still listening at this point, 41 minutes and 18 seconds in, I appreciate the hell out of you. We appreciate the hell mm-hmm. out of you. And let's have another great week next week, guys. Let's go. Have a good weekend, y'all. Peace. I don't clear up rumors. Where's y'all sense of humor? I'm done making jokes because they got old like baby boomers. Turn my haters to consumers. I make vets feel like they juniors. Say your time is coming soon.